Welcome to the Insider at Heritage Museums and Gardens, where every other week we chat with guests and museum staff about all the exciting things that are happening in season here at the museum. This year, the museum is celebrating its 50th anniversary, so please plan to join us. My name is Judith Getz, and I'm happy to be your host today. In this episode, we're speaking to Laura Swain, a senior gardener here at Heritage Museums and Gardens. Listen, welcome. (laughs) I'm already confused. (laughs) Good morning. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's been a long season. That it has. (laughs) And we're already starting, it's hard to believe, but September is, we're in the thrust of September. Just around the corner. So as we look towards September and October, and of course for those that are listening, I would like to invite you to go ahead and visit our website at heritagemuseums.org. Uh, we do close this year on October 14th, which is right around Columbus Day. But if you are here starting this first week of September and uh, going all the way through our closing time, you're still going to be able to enjoy the gardens. And that's something that sometimes gets a little overlooked with the enthusiasm that goes around the summer season. You're so right. And honestly, late summer, early fall is one of my favorite times as a gardener. It's when we see all of our wildflowers start to bloom, all of those late season stunners that just bring a smile to your face, like black-eyed Susans, ones that everyone recognizes. Uh I didn't realize that was a fall plant. (laughs) I really did not. I I mean, I've seen them, obviously, but I didn't realize that the, the full thrust of their bloom comes out in the fall. Yeah. So uh, you mentioned the Black Eyed Susans, and um, of course we've got a lot of diversity here at Heritage. And uh, so we have the rhododendrons at one end of the property that kind of take bloom in May. We have our hydrangeas, which kind of uh, eclipse in July, but they're fully um, still blooming right now. They're certain types that are blooming. One of the best things about hydrangeas, and especially growing them here in New England, is that we have such a long antique season, is what we call it. So after they first emerge and they're in those gorgeous bright blues, pinks, purples, um, we have three to four months to where they really just hang out on the plant and those blooms go into what we call the antique phase where they start to dry out and they sort of change colors, this wonderful kaleidoscope of greens, purples, and blues. And they'll remain on the plant well into November probably and then we'll actually come in and cut and dry some for our Christmas display as well. I didn't realize that. Yeah. How did that miss me? (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty actually kind of neat. Yeah, we're actually this year offering our first cutting and drying hydrangea workshop October 5th. So those that might uh, be interested, (laughs) you know how to find more information about it. Um, And of course, that's one area of the property. And uh, as you move up, and I'm kind of doing the property in reverse at this point, um, I want to take an opportunity to talk about the McGraw family garden of the senses, which we just opened up in July. And you are the lead gardener for this particular area of the property. For those that uh, are just coming to the heritage property, it is located just beyond the cafe. Yeah, it's actually got an iconic building located in the center of it. So I'll go ahead and let you talk a little bit about that. Yes, this wonderful new garden. I am so honored and excited to be taking care of it. Um, It essentially encompasses our windmill garden. So the windmill is that iconic structure that's right in the middle of this new garden. And um, it's just an amazing space. And we're really excited to see it through its first fall. So as we're here talking about what to see in the coming months, keep an eye out for some really great fall color in this garden. So when we were designing it, we selected plants specifically for fall color and fragrant spring flowers. So a lot of our trees and shrubs have great fall color that will be coming on probably in that last, the first two weeks of October. Now, one of the things as a 
I hate to admit this, but as a non-gardener, <laughs> I, I kind of noticed as this garden was being created, um, obviously when plants are first planted, you're kind of uh, wondering, you know, how will it spread out? And um, by this time, of course, everything was put in place by July. Um, but by this point, we've had a little bit of time for growth. And uh, of course, over the season and the continuing season, you'll see more of that. Definitely. And really into these uh, months of September, October, November, these plantings will really fill in. Um, they've, if you came in July, it looked a lot different than it does now. So definitely come back to see it because everything has really filled in, as you said. And we're excited to see you know, how it goes into the fall. And then again, next spring, when everything emerges, we should have really filled in a lot of our meadow areas. Now, one of the things that those who um, might have been to this area of the property might not have is we do have two water features located here. You're probably hearing the waterfall in the background right now. Um, what was, and we do have other sensory and uh, other areas that are, um, you mentioned the color, but not as much the scent part right. of, of, of the garden and what it's meant to evoke. So as, when you come into the property, there are times when there will be an interpreter who can kind of guide you to specific areas of the garden that are mm -hmm. of note during that particular week. But what would you like to, to say about these two different features? So I think, I mean, the space we're sitting in right now is just absolutely beautiful. We have two water features. We have many large containers that are filled with really touchable, smellable, sensory plants. Um, and that was intentional. We want people to be interacting with these plants that we're putting directly in front of you. And I love being in this space and just watching the families interact with it, children in the water feature, adults in the water feature, um, and really just discovering, you know, our, true to our mission, discovering and exploring nature. And by putting these intriguing plants sort of right in front of you, we're encouraging you to interact with them, which is something you don't always think you should do in a garden. Um, so we're kind of flipping the script on that and saying, please interact with these plants. We've put um, fragrant rosemary growing along all of our rock walls. Uh, we have a garden, our friendship garden, that is a sort of memory garden inspired and filled with culinary herbs, um, herbal remedy plants, so stuff that you're going to recognize, a scent that's going to evoke memories. And we are asking people not to uh, take their compliment <laughs> as they move along. Yeah. But one thing you did mention, the interacting with the larger plants, I did notice there's some tall grass and I noticed that somebody had braided yes. <laughs> part of it. And, uh, you some know, little so, one probably braided that. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, interacting, you really are, you really are true to your word. You do want them to experience a little bit more than just walking by. Definitely. We want them to spend time here and really form a bond with the space, right? So in totality the entire property is meant to be walked how um when we do walk this property we do have the different exhibit buildings and such for people to experience um at the latter end of the property i'm kind of flipping the screen on exactly <laughs> where you can visit and where you should be visiting but up well i'm talking specifically up by the carousel area what should people be looking for in that particular area in the garden in the fall so that garden is full of annuals that really come into their own as we get into the fall. Um, you'll notice some massive elephant ears or Colocasia esculenta and they will really just get bigger and bigger and bigger right up until frost. We're talking leaves that are probably three feet long. 
and um, just a riot of colors. This year we focus on orange, purple, and red. Um, also really close to that garden are a few great trees that you may have not even noticed, but right outside the door to our Arts and Carousel building, uh, we have our stewardias, our Japanese stewardias that have amazing fall color, probably starting the first week of October, and uh, paper bark maple, which is another beautiful tree, really ornamental bark and really great red fall color. All right, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but if uh, we, I do want to invite people to uh, submit questions. If they have a question about the garden, they're more than, they certainly are welcome to do that. Definitely. We're we're here as a resource. We're always happy to answer questions. And the best way to reach you guys? Email okay. is, is honestly the best. You can find my email on the website um, under our staff page, Laura Swain, okay. lswain at heritagemuseums.org. All right, terrific. So again, we close on... October 14th. That's the end of our initial season. Then, of course, we'll be walking into Halloween, and thereafter we have our Gardens Aglow season. Yay. And we'll be talking about that <laughs> a little bit separately because, obviously, it does involve a terrific amount of outdoor activity, and I know you'll play a part in that, so we'll talk a little bit later about that. So, welcome to fall. I, I guess I can officially say that, <laughs> or unofficially. Thank you. <laughs> and thank My you. My favorite season. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of The Insider at Heritage Museums and Gardens. Of course, we've been speaking to Laura Swain, a senior gardener at Heritage. Today's interview has been brought to you by Arbella Insurance Foundation and Cape Cod 5, our 2019 season sponsors. You can hear more interviews like this one by finding us on iTunes. And of course, more information about Heritage Museums and Gardens and upcoming programming that can all be found on our website at heritagemuseums.org. Until next time, thank you so much for listening.